Good morning, good evening, good day, good life, good whatever. I hope everything is good. This is Material Episode 131, and I am your first good host, Florence Ion. <laughs> I love it. I'm not quite as good, but I'm Russell Ivanovich. I'm Andy, and I'd go. Is, is it like like when they used to call like Goody Good Wife in the like the Puritan times? Uh, no, I was like, thinking I, more like Good Day Google. Oh, got it. <laughs> and go. I here you were comes the crowd the... rolling through. Everybody's clapping, <laughs> clapping, oh, it's a clapping. Parade. Woo! If you if you haven't noticed, we're in that weird sort of period between. Um, I guess if you celebrate Christmas or anything you do sort of around that time and New Year's, so it's not quite New Year's yet. We're kind of after Christmas. It's we we hope you're enjoying yourself. Maybe you're a little bit intoxicated. Maybe you're just happy. You know, you've seen your family. You've done all that sort of stuff. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're happy about that. You're like, yeah, whatever. Family, they're all idiots. Maybe I maybe mean, someone. Someone got you the new Wolfenstein game for your Xbox, and you're you you still get being put. And because like your older sister is back from college, uh, and it's like the whole family is together for the first time in months, and your parents are like, no, 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 let, let's go to the aquarium, let's go to skating. But really, all you want to do is like shoot Nazis because you're really into this game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. You know, you, you should hang out with your family. At some point, you're going to need that picture to like show like your own kids about why you're making them go to church instead of playing with whatever it is that they're supposed to be playing it's with. too bad Google didn't launch motion clips because then I'd be, or the camera clip thingy majigger that they announced oh, because, because then I don't have to worry about taking the picture. I just put it on the shelf and it just passively takes the picture and it just takes the picture of me being there on the couch. I am present. <laughs> I'm here for the holiday. I moved a little bit. Of course, when you go back to watch the motion photos, I'm not really moving. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did that thing not launch? No. I, See, I just assumed I was in Australia and we never, never got it. But it didn't even launch in the US. Yeah. Bad Google. No, Bad Google. I'm on the wait list. But I will I, I will say, though, I, I'm very, very pleased that like I, I think I've inspired this product because uh, I, too, spend all of the family holidays, apart from the crown, sort of just watching it dispassionately, not getting emotionally involved in any sense, just sort of silently documenting it. Never get emotionally involved. <laughs> you know, especially with family members because, you know, especially when they get to like their 40s and 50s because then like, oh, oh, my kidney, my kidney, ooh, bone marrow. And you're like, is it really my fault that you know, you, you need a transplant? Let is me tell you about fault? the 12 of my friends who are currently ill. I'm like, oh, this is a fun topic. Yeah. Please, please continue, Grandma. <laughs> oh God, because I, 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 yeah, I as a kid, I had the big family, like where like a big Italian immigrant, like grandparents, where it was like, nope, you're gonna ever not 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 even being mean about it, but of course it was understood that you are going to come to the house for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and you're gonna bring all the kids, you're gonna bring your spouse, uh, and so it was like nothing but like. It seemed like 700 cousins and uncles and everything. And it was a whole whoop to do of figuring out that you, you go from day one and figuring out that your, your, your cousin who's going to Yale is, my God, he's in a special program and he's already interning this. And then by the end of day two, you learn that you learn what your cousin's parents don't know, which is that he actually dropped out a month ago and he's, he's trying to open a, 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 oh, I love a, a it coffee when that shop. Happens. That's what and makes it like, so fun yeah. to sit at the kid table. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Wait, did, uh, that, did, that and Gnip Gnup. 
Mm. Actually, both of you, I guess, sort of immigrants or from immigrant families. Um, we did this thing because my parents like immigrated here when I was very young and they're like, no, Serbian Christmas is 7th January. I'm like, what are all the other yep. kids are doing it on the 25th? No, 7th. I am They relented Orthodox. after two years, by the way. Yep. They I'm Orthodox. Ah. So we didn't do that because the thing is when my father, I'm just going to tell you. Tell us about your family. This is a really <laughs> big deal in her family because uh, during, during communism in Romania, um, my Family didn't really get to celebrate it. Like, my dad went to school on Christmas. Um, being religious was not a thing you could do openly back then. Yeah. Uh, it was it was punished. And so when he came to America, he really just went into it, did the whole, like, the Christmas tree decorating and the Christmas music and, like, decorating the house with, like, all the all the things that Costco had um, because, you know, that it's a one-stop shop. And um, and it's still like that every year. So we really get into it on the 25th. Oh, yeah. I have never not spent Christmas with my family. And um, I know that maybe that doesn't make, now that I, now that I have in-laws, it's, it <laughs> makes holidays a little difficult. But, you know, I, like, it's a really big deal for my dad. He spent... 20 effectively 25 years not celebrating christmas so wow that's great no it's 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 it really is wonderful the way that like all these dynamics sort of collide with one one another and sometimes and let, let's let's acknowledge that not everybody has a great relationship with their parent with their yes. family members that's perfectly fine uh i I, my my situation is this, this is something that was I had actually wondered about for a long long time. Um, I lost both my parents like within a year of each other, like nine years ago, and I was always wondering. It's when you uh, when you have a, a a good relation, all the lots of siblings, and they all have a good relationship with the parents. Essentially, they're like the Olympic venue selection committee. Like wherever they choose to spend Christmas, that's where the family Christmas is going to be, whether it's at their house or somebody else or at a hotel. And I always wondered. So at some point, I thought I thought I'd have more time to think about this, but whatever. That uh, when both my parents are gone, what is the rule going to be? Mm. And I'm I was I'm very pleased that it was awkward for the first three or four years. I think there was some. I, I fighting with a with a lowercase f uh, between my, my sisters about who gets to, who gets the venue. Yeah, there's several <laughs> the of family. you, right? Right. Uh, I only have to fight for, with my brother, and we know who's going to win that right. one. <laughs> but 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 now but now we've we've basically uh, fallen into uh, a a, root, a routine of no routine. It's like some some of us might have other plans for Christmas. We won't be there. That that's not my extending a middle finger towards the rest of you or it's possible that i i hosted it last year but i don't want to do it again that again that's not me wasn't my middle finger at all of you they're going to be and basically what it means that this uh, like thanksgiving this year was the first thanksgiving i'd spent uh like as a fa in a family thanksgiving sort of thing for two years and i probably enjoyed it a lot more because it wasn't oh it wasn't I do this every year and oh God, I got to drive all the way over there. And da, da. But it's, it's good that if you figure out like how to, if everybody can do what they want to do on the holiday, even if what they want to do is nothing, then all the people that are doing the same thing that they each wants to do together becomes all that much better. That makes no sense, but don't worry. Jim will edit it together. And so it's into a coherent series sentence. <laughs> what about you, Russell? Do you guys have any like, 
Christmas traditions. I mean, this year you're overhauling your life. So <laughs> yeah, maybe traditions are the least of your concerns. Moving house. We, we do. So I come from a big family. Like I have four siblings and like they have kids and there's cousins and aunties and uncles and things like that. So we originally we didn't. I, I don't know if this is like an immigrant thing or what, but we just didn't celebrate Christmas at all. Like mum was against it. Like it just wasn't a thing. She's like, no Christmas for you. And, I, and as a kid I'm like, I don't understand what's going on here. This feels really cruel. Um, but I think yeah. she, she, yeah, she definitely softened up like over the years. So we started <laughs> to do the thing where we get together as a family. So now we do the thing where, yeah, like Andy's saying, like someone picks a venue and then there's a lot of contention that goes into like picking a venue. It's like it's basically like it's on for young and old. It's fights for like weeks. But once the venue is cemented and the, the process by which that happens is really long and complicated but once it's cemented then suddenly everybody's happy. We're all going to the same place. Like we kind of book somewhere. Like we sometimes we share like a huge house together and that's honestly like even as an adult that's, that's, that's a good fun time because as much as sometimes like our family doesn't get along like I think most families and, you know, there's fights and there's things like it's just fun to be in the same place like for a while and just hang out and have like kids playing together and stuff. So that's kind of become our tradition although this year this year is a little bit different. Like a, I don't want to get too personal but our mum is sort of no longer with us. So now suddenly for the first time like ever like people are just going to different places like my sister's off to Europe, like my brother's going somewhere else or someone else is going camping. We'd, we'd, for some reason we've decided that this year is like – we don't spend this year together. So I'm like, yeah, like I, I guess we'll figure it out next year. But it's trying very no. hard. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You sounded <laughs> like you're about to see something sincere. So I, I should uh, Yes, I was going to say, yes, I was going to see something very sincere. I'm trying very hard not to like, because Ruff said he didn't want to talk about it. I'm sorry. I'm trying very hard not to be like, it just sounds like everybody needs to find. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to go. It's, no, 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 to, to be fair, like they, they, like we, we still see each other all the time. Like they, they come to Adelaide. I go to where they are and yeah. stuff. So it's not – it was just for some reason this Christmas we've decided not to get together. Like I, I'm sure we'll fix it next year. But I, I wonder if that is because, man, we've, we've gotten really like down in the weeds. But I wonder if that was because, you know, mum, mum would end up organising a lot of this stuff and, yeah. Yeah, it just it just takes a little while just to figure out like what the what the emotional nucleus of the shared family experience is. And honestly, that's one area in which like social media is really made things different because uh, uh speaking of those Thanksgivings, there's been there have been a few times where I've just I made that I made the internal call like a week before saying I just feel like staying at home and being alone and cooking my own dinner. And again, the understanding that I'm not saying I'm not it's not a middle finger towards the rest of you. I just feel I just feel like cooking an entire dinner and eating it myself and spending the entire day in my Sounds pajamas. Sounds glorious. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody you don't need to be there for anybody. You don't have right. to do anything for anybody. You don't have to feel bad right. for not showing up to something. You don't have to hurt someone's feelings. It's just you. Me, myself, and my smart speakers. <laughs> not, not, not just that, but it also like you. You don't have to do that horrible math where you really want two rolls, but you have to like do math of how far around the table has the basket of rolls gotten. Like, okay, there's enough for everybody plus two more, and also Cynthia almost never eats bread. So it could be like if I take two, it's only I'm taking her. It's yeah, but it's and but the thing is, so meanwhile, I'm like Instagramming like my meal, I'm Instagramming my day, I'm getting pictures from my family members of how their day is going. So it's like you're just sort of there anyway. So, like I said, there's a truth if you are true to the 
uh, emotional core of how you and the people that you love celebrate a holiday, it kind of works itself out. You will find that I feel as though you will find that emotional connection. And so long as you're not trying to create something, you're not trying to uh, uh live in an illusion of what you think the experience should be like if you are if you're honest with what your expectations are i mean it's it's there's so many ways to get this sort of stuff done but like i, I want to compare notes with you flo do, do you does your house did your house celebrate both big christmas and little christmas or was it all orthodox uh it was all orthodox uh, okay see that's yeah. it. now this is this is where we this is where we really really won because we would have big christmas which was like the italian side of the family which is like again 15 hams all each one dressed like a different <laughs> apostle i mean that's that's how big like an italian like there are only 12 so. apostles andy <laughs> see <laughs> they don't no I, just to just... I, I want to say i'm on board with you adding an extra three andy if it means more ham and... <laughs> Good. Where, I hope they're women because there aren't any women in that lineup, Jesus. We the yeah, Italians buddy. know that there's a, there's, a, there's a special section of the Gospels that, you know, the non-Italians don't get. Like the people who aren't really Catholics. So you got to be Italian to be It was really the three Marys Catholic. that they included in that Apostle lineup. It was the, the Virgin that, Mary, you, you have to Mary wonder, Magdalene. Like, I've seen that picture of where they all went out for, for dinner, you know, their last dinner or whatever. And they've booked a table for like... 26 people or something and they're only using one side of it. I'm like, what is going on here? Are there more people arriving later? Have you just That's true. Like what why is an entire side of the table just like well, empty? Like what are you, you guys know, doing? That's 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 where they that's where uh, uh, how they seat people like in sitcoms too where you notice that everybody's seated on the same side of the table. There's there's always now you could always you could say that they they're saving a seat leaving it open for Elijah, but it's not Passover and all of these scenes, I think. So that's also how they seat the uh, reality stars before they have a really huge fight in the middle of a restaurant and there's some (laughs) uh, wine glass throwing. Exactly. Make make sure those glasses of white wine are always full. They're going to need to be flung at some point. But so so we so but in our house, we would have the we would have the 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 big Christmas. And then like a couple weeks later, we would have like the Orthodox uh, Christmas, which would be like lower key. But it's kind of like you're sort of like that's the it's nice to have like a transition between Christmas time and not Christmas time by well it would always be uh like uh at least my my dad would describe it as simple peasant food like cold meats because there's no we don't have fire we don't have so be like a a really nice honey ham but it would be like a cold ham beautiful like kielbasa was cooked and then like cooled down and like served with mustard and just just lovely but the other win even as an adult is that I almost never, even when I'm not moving around Christmas, I almost never get my stuff together to send out Christmas cards. So all I have to do is take the card that I already designed like on Thanksgiving that I meant to have printed and sent out and add the word little. So Merry Little Christmas from your pal Andy. (laughs) And I get like a two-week dispensation because, oh, okay, he's sending out cards for Little Christmas. I... I never did things like that. I thought you meant Orthodox Christmas. Like, do you celebrate on twelve twenty five? To which I was going to say yes. Oh, um, okay. But since you know, we are all Google users. I have to say that the one thing that I did this year was really employ. Uh, I really put the Google Photos albums to work this year by making booklets for people. Ooh. I made a lot of books this year. So you ordered through their official say. happy thing where you can. I made everything through the app while sitting on my couch. Wow. That's how I made all of my Christmas presents this year. I made them from my couch. 
on my phone on a small, uh, what is this, the 5.2 inch display on the Pixel 2. Damn. That's how I made my Christmas gifts this year. And I just wanted to bring that up because it's very interesting. So I didn't send any Christmas cards this year, and I'm sorry, everyone, but I have a lot going on. <laughs> But I make booklets because I figured at least I can give it to some of like, you know, we're talking about family. So I have my blood family. I also have my um, my extended family. So I have, you know, my cousins and like my God siblings because my parents are godparents to like a ton of children. Um, (laughs) So we all like it together. And then I also have my friend family or my family as uh, a word that I've actually co-opted from someone long ago, Um, you know, like to commemorate the moments that we've had. And 2017 has been a hell of a year for a lot of us. Um, So I figured why not spread a little joy through memories? Because what I've been doing, this is something that I adopted recently to kind of help myself um, wake up better, is that instead of opening up Twitter first thing, so I took Twitter off of my phone and I only have it, I only have Twitter and Facebook through the browser, but then I left, I left Instagram and Snapchat on there because they really, you know, (laughs) they really need the use of that like native app. Anyway, so now I wake up in the morning with Google Photos because what happens is uh, the, you know, the Google algorithm will, will go, uh, remember back on this day, like on this day. And I've had, I have enough rounds in there um, that we can actually like, you know, actually have things every day for me. So I've been opening every morning by going through albums and just kind of looking back at like where I've come and just what was happening a couple of years ago. And that'll like make me go into other photo albums. So it's just a nice, more positive way to wake up. Um, And of course, Google's added so many features to Google Photos that you can also spread the joy with everybody else. That is a really cool idea. You know, it's funny, like I'm I'm really, really tempted to ask you both how your Christmases went as if I could perpetuate this myth that we've recorded this podcast like, you know, on the 28th and release it on the 28th. But Instead of doing that, I'm going to suspend all disbelief, and I, I think we yeah, should probably talk about. Yeah, it could go really about... badly. For all we know, <laughs> <laughs> just to be honest we, here, we should probably just dodge the question entirely and go to our first ad break. Eric, over to you, Flo. This episode of Material is brought to you by Linode. Linode has fast and powerful hosting options that you can get set up in seconds. Their tools are easy to understand, and they let you choose your resources and Linux distro, giving you the power and flexibility you need. And Linode plans now start at just $5 a month for a Linux server with one gig of RAM in the Linode cloud. Linode has over 400,000 customers who are all serviced by their friendly 24-7 support team. You can email them, call them, or even chat over IRC in the Linode community. If you need help, Linode is there for you. Linode's control panel is beautifully designed with a focus on ease and simplicity. It allows you to deploy, boot, resize, and clone in just a few clicks. They have comprehensive guides and support documentation to teach you everything you need to know for setting up and managing your virtual servers. They feature two-factor authentication to keep you safe, and you can create snapshot images of your disk volumes for backup and replication. Linode is the full package for your server infrastructure needs. They have the power you require as well as the infrastructure and assistance you want. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. You can get a server with one gig of RAM for just $5 a month or go all the way up to 16 gigs of RAM for just 60 bucks a month. 
Across the board, Linode is offering twice the amount of RAM you'll get elsewhere. And as listener of the show, if you sign up at linode.com slash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com slash material to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or use the promo code material2017 at checkout. Thank you so much to Linode for supporting this show. So of course, being that this is the podcast that is airing days after the holidays have taken over our lives, many of our lives, I should say, I mean, I feel like the 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 trite and cliche thing would be to look back at 2017. But in all honesty, I mean, we've been doing this podcast together for a couple of months now. So we have plenty of, um, we have plenty of things to look back upon this last year. I think most interestingly, I, I don't know if I spoke English very well in that last sentence, but I think most (laughs) interestingly was Andy's suggestion uh, when we were talking about doing this podcast and sort of putting together a little outline of what comes up when we Google things related to 2017. And I want, Andy, I want you to start us off because I feel like you need to set this game for us because I'm I'm trying to understand exactly like what the rules are, that sort of thing. Well, I was, I was just, uh, again, 2017 was a hell of a year. It was, it was a piece of work. I think we can agree it was a piece of work. Um, and so like, I thought when I came up with the suggestion is because I just, it just occurred to me to say, well, what, what if you use autocomplete in Google search and just type, why did 2017 and just see what comes up people who are as shell shocked by 2017 as anybody else. I was disappointed that the only, uh, autocomplete was why did 2017 go by so fast? Wow. That's Which is kind of boring. That's, that's, that's any other year, fine, but that's you, you got more material to work with. The number one search result uh, was a uh, answer to this question by a Sophie Philo on Quora. I think it may be because nothing is really happening. Now, Sophie, I know you don't talk like this. I just need to differentiate your speaking voice from my sport. We're, we're creating a, a, a word picture, a theater of the year sort of thing. I think it may be because nothing is really happening. 2016 felt faster than usual, too, but not nearly as much. That might be because 2016 was chock full of news, election stuff, horrible memes, an (laughs) oddly high number of celebrity deaths, some truly dreadful movies. By this time last year, August, people were ready for the year to just over already. 2017 isn't like that. It's basically just a less extreme continuation of 2016. A few celebrity deaths, some less stupid memes, basic political gossip, some better movies and television, emoji movie excluded, and a bit more hope for the future. Sophie, I wish I had your outlook on life, particularly in August. Uh, now, granted, you didn't. You didn't. Uh, maybe you're at the same place as the rest of us here in December. You didn't get to see the next uh, uh, next uh, four or five months. But I, 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 pr- I probably was not riding that same optimistic bus with you in August of 2017. Um, I did Google why was 17 such, and then it came up with a bad year, and. This is, it's, 
it's very fair. It's a very fair thing. So it was uh, The Guardian was the second search uh, that came up for me. And it was, was 2017 the worst year ever? Not if you look at the stats, to which it reminds us that there are plenty of places around the world that still do not have clean drinking water. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so why does that make 2017 better? The, the one that really confused me was um, why I typed in why did 2-0 and I was going to type 2017. But then two interesting uh, autocompletes appear. Why did 2008 happen? Which that one half makes sense. I think that's talking <laughs> about the, the recession and whatever. But then it's like the next one down is why did 2012 not happen? And I'm like, did I miss that? Was there no 2012? Did, did I just sleep through that part? That's, like I'm so that's confused. That's when we entered the matrix. What, what did 2012 not happen? Do, do you two have an answer to that? Well, okay. First of all, we really 2012? Thought, I, the year 2012? I don't know. That's yeah, what, we, what we, it says. No, I, I, I agree with you. We all thought that 2012 was going to be a happening year. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was going to be the Cincinnati Reds uh, winning the World Series. Uh, we're finally going nope, to get, uh, get a, get a <laughs> counting cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why did twenty. Why? Yeah, just I don't know why. Ah, uh, I figured it out. This was a huge thing back in the day. All right, you have to tell me if you two remember this. It was the whole Mayan calendar thing. Oh, the Mayan calendar ends in twenty twelve. Oh. oh, they must have known what was going to happen. They didn't just run out of space on some wheel or something. No, they were predicting the future. Okay, since we're talking about twenty seventeen, I want to say something extremely loosely based on fact and extremely like verbatim, just what I remember, unscientific. But, you know, I was trying to find a lot of answers for 2017, so I delved down the horoscope pile <laughs> of the internet. Um, apparently, like, the way that Saturn has been, maybe it was Saturn or maybe it was Mercury, I don't know. It was one of the planets up there, but apparently the alignment that it was in meant that, like, the f- last five years were supposed to be, like, the most trying or whatever. And apparently 2018 is going to be amazing. So I just want everybody to know this is what I read because this is how I, this is how I need, this is how I derive my optimism. I'll look, look we fly, all like. do things that help us in this world, okay? Some of us drink copiously. <laughs> Other people read horoscopes, all right? I, I feel I'm like a year ago, category. had you brought that up, I would have been like, come on, Flo, planets, like really? But at the end of 2017, I'm like, you know what? If it says 2018 is going to be a good year. I answers anywhere, man. I'll take it. If it says 28 is going to be good, I'll take it. I'm, I'm on board. Choo-choo, all the planets, my, let's do it. My crystal collection really grew this year, <laughs> really grew. And I learned about a repeater crystals and all these other things. I don't know if it works. Do I have a lot of pretty crystals now to show off to people? <laughs> Heck yeah, I do. Uh, someday I think I should just devote a beautiful Google Photos gallery to keep this relevant to our podcast name uh, to those beautiful crystals that I have collected this year. Um, by the way, crystals are minerals and minerals are of the earth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's, this is my last, probably my last uh, natural opportunity to do this in 2017. So speaking of... Explanation of uh, Jupiter and stuff. <clears throat> when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will rule the planets and something I don't know what. You can join me here because this is the part we ever know. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. 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 That was inside Andy's new studio, by the way. 
<laughs> That's Andy's new studio right there. Nice acoustics. There you go. No, that's, that's actually actually the the my new place has like really high ceilings, and I don't know how that's going to. Andy, I might, Andy, it's, I might, it's a week I, later. You're in the new place. You've already moved. Oh, Remember we right. talked about moving the on place. the last show. It all worked. It all worked this out. Is the fine. future. It all <laughs> Which, worked. It's 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 the December twenty seventh. I've. I've uh, yes, I ran out of cookies this morning, but I probably shouldn't have had cookies for breakfast. But how can you not when your aunt gives you a whole tin oh, no, full no, no. of like you sugar have cookies, cookies for breakfast there you go. over the holiday? Oh, I don't damn, care what religion you are, what holiday you celebrate. December, the entire month is for eating cookies for breakfast. Mm. And then you open the cupboard and you're like, oh, there's some leftover cake and there's some other stuff. And then there's breakfast cereal. Ah, just, just go with the cake. Start start the day with a bang. Yeah. See that 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 this is it also you remind me that this is also the season where like you do <laughs> you pad downstairs like in your pajamas intending to just have some dry toast and like put some syrup put some the jelly on it but then you by default your first thing is okay today it's it's 9 30 is there like any packages and then did the mail come and then you see that once again there's a big box that contains like a gift basket and you know that no i am going to have cheese popcorn and caramel popcorn for breakfast today for the that's exactly what life. i had before the podcast today. Ah, i've got a holiday theme question for you too so is, is yes. there someone in your families or extended families that makes some food around this time which you absolutely is to die for so i'm going to sound a little bit um like i'm trying to score bonus points here but uh, my wife makes chocolate strawberries and she makes them with exquisite, exquisite dark chocolate and really good strawberries. And I, I just, yeah, I could eat like a million of those things. Oh, that's right. It's summer over there for you. So yeah, you exactly. have strawberries to dip into chocolate. We don't do the hot I'm food. like, strawberries? <laughs> Man, it's cold here. It's like in the 40s uh, Fahrenheit. Uh, <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, the 40s is actually really hot. But yeah. What about you two? Is there, is there food like that that someone in your family makes and you're like, oh, i got to have this around this time? Romanian food is pig jelly and <laughs> like jelly? all this pig jelly. Pig je- By the way, like, when you mentioned Romania, I got to say that you made some comment about um, blood relatives or something like that. And I'm like, I didn't go there. I didn't make any jokes. I hope you're proud of me. Sorry, keep going. Oh, vampires? <laughs> yeah, yes, ha, ha, yes, yes. Ha, Romanian good, vampires. Get it. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Um, I do have a mug with Dracula on it that my cousin gave me because my cousin buys me like the best Romania souvenirs and I just have them in my house. It's great. Um, yeah, no, pig See, jelly. It's, so. it's, 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 the, it's the Facebook model. You take something evil and figure out how to monetize it. Romania yes, is just in step with the, with the modern times. I mean, it makes sense. Disney did the same thing. Um, yeah, pig jelly. It's 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 meat gelatin and it has like uh, actually I believe it has yeah, it has pork meat on the inside and like carrots and onions. So essentially it's like a gelatinous mirepoix with meat. And the idea is because it was so cold in the old country and like this is the thing that would hold for a really long time. Um, but the big tradition that we have, which is my father's tradition, because again, he is the man who just loves the heck out of this holiday. He goes and he gets a pig, a whole pig. <laughs> Uh, and you know, we're in California, we have a lot of agriculture here, so you can, you could go get a pig, like a nice fresh pig. Hopefully with permission from the, uh, the farmer involved. You don't just go and yeah, get yeah. the pig. Well, there are farms here where you, there are farms specifically for Eastern European, like my father, that are just like, come on down and get your holiday ham, right? Like, but fresh. Um, he goes, he puts the carcass in the truck, 
his work truck drives back to the house. And it's just, oh my God, last week he sends me the picture of all the meat that he had extracted, like just in this giant, and I'm sorry to any vegetarians listening. And he extracted this giant pile of meat and like on a tarp in the backyard, because again, this is how you do it. Like you don't do it in the house because it stinks up the house. So you got to do it outside, right? Because your guests are going to come over in a couple days. You can't have the house smelling like pig. So he's making all of that into sausages. And, um, a couple days later he sent me like the, what the end result was. And it's his, his work shed where he keeps all his tools and stuff. Um, just like all these sausages hanging to, to be prepared (laughs) for like Christmas cooking. So my father's like legitimate handmade made with love sausages. He's been doing this since the nineties. Like there are pictures of him every year that he like every pig that he's brought home over the years yep. so it is a big deal um i'm sorry to any vegetarians out there and um but you know eastern european we eat a lot of meat it's a big part of our culture <laughs> yep no it's it's, it's uh most, mostly no I, I didn't i didn't know my uh my grandparents on my father's side because uh they both passed away when I was very young. Also, they lived far away, so I didn't get to really see them. Uh, there are pictures of me with them, but I was not really paying attention when I was two years old. Uh, but yeah, I heard a, I heard the story about how like my grandfather would. I don't this and this is this is real like Russian Eastern European stuff where there's got to be a reason why he had to get a live carp, a huge live carp, and keep it in the bathtub for like three or four days before the dinner. Yes. <laughs> oh my, like, my brother used to do that, fish in the bathtub. It was a thing. It's like, okay. It's reminded me of one of my, my favorite, uh, uh, on, go, go on YouTube. It's uh, I think it's available. I'll find, I'll find a link and put it in the show notes. Uh, but the, uh, uh, John Candy and Eugene Levy would play recurring characters uh, from Eastern European country called Lutonia, and they're like a polka. They're like a polka band. They like that, and so they would. There was like a whole. It was like a field piece where they said, "It's like here's what they here's what the we're going to have the traditional Lutonian Christmas." I go to my brother's my brother Stan's house, and now you see they're film. They, it's film. Now you see I take my shoes off because I am the visitor. Then, <laughs> oh look, here are the children. And they, they all look Uncle Stan, where who find the egg? And they go, they always ask what pocket it's in because oh look, you found the egg. It's a something special for it's all these weird traditions that are if you uh, if if you are uh, like European Russian ethnic, of course your family. It's like that that's credible. That that doesn't seem if this were presented to me straight, I would believe that. There's a mistletoe tradition, and with, but it's like a budgie in the doorway, and, and yes, you put the hat on the tree. I, I would, be, I believe that that's no weirder than some hat than having a, a carp in the bathtub in the in Lutonian Christmas uh, thing. Ah, I see TV. <laughs> I was thinking this was some cultural thing I missed out on. Like, mom, dad, I heard there's hats on trees. What's going on there? Why you, am I left out well, of that? No, she has found out about the hat on the tree. <laughs> And well, it's it's so easy again, to buy Russell, because French accent. I can't help. I can't. I did this last week as well. I'm sorry. Do French people count? Does does that does that count as being ethnic? Huh? <laughs> Andy, c'est terrible, sacré bleu, sacré bleu. Oh, nice. Yes. 
You just it's it takes it. You have to you have to be a, a very annoying junior high school student when you're bored by every class you're in, and all you want to do is try to figure out how Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off did that trick where he just sort of like flicks his finger into his cheek and makes the noise. But 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 it it comes in handy when that's the standard Mac system beep. And you're running a computer lab your freshman year in college, and you just you you hate everybody because you are a system administrator, and you'll just walk behind someone and go, like, oh, why why is my computer making a system beep? Like, <laughs> oh, are you are are you using Microsoft Word? Yeah, yeah, I, I got a paper to write. Oh, you're probably gonna about lose your data. You should save <laughs> everything and shut down because I want to use the computer to play a game. I'm hoping to get you to yeah. That's wow. It's the dark side of Andy. And on that note, <laughs> I feel like each of us should go around and say um, one thing that we're really looking forward to in 2018. I'm going to go first to help set to help set the mood. I in 2018, I'm really looking forward to finally getting the Google Clips. <laughs> I'm ready to give you 250 bucks, Google. I am ready to do it. I am ready to give you the money. I want this little gadget. I want it in my life. And then when you launch it, I want you to promise me one thing as well. I want you to promise that you're finally going to release that machine learning ability that removes the fence from photos. <laughs> because next year, I plan on taking a lot of photos of fences with things happening behind them. So I really could use the help from AI. Please and thank you. Love, flow. <laughs> well, I'm... Uh... I guess I'm looking forward to Chrome OS. You know, I'm really, I'm wow. sort of at I'm sort of at that tipping point where I'm I'm so close to buying a really good Chromebook uh, because this is the this is the this is a confluence of a number of situations where uh, Apple seems determined to make nothing but crappy MacBooks from now on. Or at least things that Andy cannot use as a computer. It's a, it's a computer. They are computer shaped objects. They're not actually what Andy would use to do what but he Andy, would do with a I computer. I built this out of a fine piece of aluminum, and I put the only port you'll ever need on the side of aluminium, it. Aluminium. Aluminium. Exactly. <laughs> One port is all the all you need, young Andy. A little bit more patient and condescending, if you were. Uh, you also need a white background. But uh, he's he he is very very smart. I'm sorry, but I just don't like they don't they don't you can't say objectively one thing or another. I'm saying that they don't make a single MacBook outside of the, the old model they kept in the price list. That is just so uh, it's gotten me to realize that it's now three years since I bought my last one, my my last MacBook. Typically, I buy one every three years. But I will also say that it's uh, my my entire. I've been sort of just buying a new MacBook every three years because that's always been the center of my computing life. But sometime in the last three or four years, like this desk here with this really good clicky clicky clackety keyboard has been like where I do most of my stuff. I I sort of destroyed the battery of my MacBook uh, by keeping it plugged in all the time and not letting it discharge. And so I had just got back from repair a couple of weeks ago. So the amount of money that I normally earmark every three years, a couple of grand for a new like low low to mid-range MacBook. Now I know that, A, they don't make a MacBook that I like, so I'm definitely not buying a MacBook. Maybe I'm just going to hopefully buy an upgraded Mac Mini that hopefully they will release this year, or maybe even an inexpensive Mac Pro, which I'm sure they're not going to release in 2018. But it means that... I'll I will have like a really good desktop Mac for the first time in a long time, and I will buy a separate laptop with a Whoa, good a keyboard on it. Mac. 
Haven't heard yeah. that one in a while. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Something something Ooh. with a CD burner in it. Things are so changing the... in 2018 for Andy and Nako. Yeah, he's probably going to get one of those 10 times CD burners. Like, yeah, but, but uh, you know, but there there have been times where I've looked at I've looked at HP Chromebooks and I've looked at uh, Samsung Chromebooks. Like, wow, I really like the keyboard. Wow, I really like the screen. Like, wow, this is like a thousand dollar notebook for five hundred dollars. Assuming that you're only going to do the sort of stuff that I use a notebook for when I'm outside of the office. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what, it, depending on what gets announced at Google I/O, including the aspirational Chromebook, not for not for the the two thousand dollar one for executives, but the one they spec out to make developers really happy that might be something that i buy and turns into my my regular like expeditional uh computer wow that's okay okay my turn next so flow you, you stole mine i was going to do the chain link fence one because i've literally been going up to places with fences and taking lots of pictures yes. I'm, I'm ready i'm ready for that but i'm not going to mention it because floated um my other thing i'm looking forward to in 2018 that i guess is google related is I'm gonna. For some reason, I'm gonna be bringing more Google Homes into my life. I really want the the Google Home Max, despite how overpriced it is, and you know the, the reviews are out. You can get rid of it for yourself. But the one thing, the one thing I'm hoping they do in 2018, and they're so close to this. Um, you know, there are other people in my house, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Um, they also talk to these Google Homes. So Google have that sort of multi-account voice recognizing thing. Good, but the bit that they're still missing is that these things don't seem to recognize that there's other Google Homes in the house. Like beyond. Only one of them responding, which they seem to be able to figure out. I'm the one responding. Good, you got that sorted. And now I've set something. I've set an alarm or I've set some kind of timer or I've set some kind of reminder or something. And the one true Google Home that's that's decided it's going to respond to my request doesn't tell any of the other Google Homes that, that I've set any sort of timer or anything like that. So the next time I ask a question and another true Google Home responds and it's like, timer, what timer are you talking about, Russell? You're drunk, man. There's no timer here. I'm like, I said it just over there. He responded, but then you responded and like, what's going on? If they can fix that in 2018, please. I'll be the happiest person alive because I I kid you not, I'm probably going to end up with four Google Homes. I'm thinking that there's room for a Max. There's room for like one in the kitchen. There's room for one in like each of the kids' bedrooms. That's like four of them now. And if they can't talk to each other, that's going to drive me like insane. Please Google. Hashtag fragmentation. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess 2018, it's upon us. It's coming. I'm really thankful that I have you guys to help me through next year as we navigate all the craziness of what will be happening in our world of tech. Uh, Before we say goodbye, we need to do one more ad break. So let's run into it. I'm really thankful for our sponsors. Yes. This episode of Material is brought to you by Squarespace. Enter offer code MATERIAL at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. Maybe you want to create an online store. Maybe you want to create a portfolio. Maybe you want to create a blog. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. You don't even have to worry about any of that stuff because Squarespace has got it all covered for you. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of those award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off all of your great ideas. 
Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code material to get 10% off on your first purchase and to show your support for material. We thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. Thank you for uh. listening to that ad. <laughs> I just as 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 you listeners were listening to that ad, what I was hearing because I was listening along as we all pause and listen to those ads as as you listen to them in real time, I was hearing a new in wall shelving unit uh, that I'm going to be ordering arriving and the instructions being easy to follow and my being able to find the wall studs that I need to screw them into. That's what I was hearing with the money that I'm probably going to be hopefully getting from our lovely advertisers. At least you don't have to worry about earthquakes. <laughs> California, it's 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 blizzard season. You know, I don't uh, know. I just every time somebody <laughs> talks about mounting things to the wall, I'm like, yeah, earthquakes. Anyway, that's, that's <laughs> that that is that is true. You there's a lot more rules for building things in San Francisco than there are in in New England. So yes, I should I should probably talk to Yasmin about that. Make sure that all her furniture is screwed in. Um, on that note. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Note to self, warn fellow Californians about stuff falling on your head. <laughs> on that note, thank you did guys. You see, did, but, uh, I'll, I'll have to, I just, I do have to toss this in. Uh, Yasmin did tweet this image and her, her Christmas card is adorable. It is her entire family oh, yes. done, done as Google, like Android bots, like frolicking through a park with the Golden Gate Bridge in the background. I think with the back, the legend being the new adventures, new home, whatever. That, that, that's pretty damn adorable. And it was it's done by a local absolutely. artist here in Australia. Yes. Mr. And Jelly. the dog was in it too. Yeah. On that note, thank you guys so much for everything this year. I'm looking forward to 52 more episodes next year. Yes. 54. We have some bonus ones coming too. Bonus, we got some right. bonus ones coming too. But, which, but of course you're not going to hear that unless. <laughs> unless you, you are a member, which you oh, can become right. one. At wow. relay.fm slash material, which is our landing page on the Relay FM network, which we also thank very much for having us here, part of this wonderful Relay family. Um, if you like what you hear here, which if you like what you hear here, uh, you can. Wow. All right. And <laughs> my smart speaker had a reminder for me. So on that note, thank you, everybody, for listening this year. We're really looking forward to next year. Russell, if people want to find you on their holiday break, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, normally they could find me at Rusty Shelf on Twitter, but I'd say during the holidays, just leave me alone. It's my time. I get a week off, everybody. So, <laughs> haha. All right. Fair enough. Andy? <laughs> Uh, definitely look me up because I'll be alone over the holidays in my freezing garret, uh, trying to create, uh, gems of truth, beauty, and wisdom from the chaos that all rounds me and uh, saying that into words and sentences and stories uh, for the betterment of humanity. It's very, very lonely. Uh, also again, I probably will have eaten the last of the cookies. So if you could bring cookies, that would be wonderful. If none of those things are possible, then just go to anatko.com for my blog and not go on Instagram and not go on Twitter, uh, or go to suntimes.com for my tech writing but seriously cookies and cookies, i will cookies, be <laughs> i'm sensing a theme here and that i will be cookies. on the <laughs> <laughs> and every time flo talks we're just going to say the word cookies all right flo go, take it away and cookies. i will be on the internet 
Sorry. Just come to Floridzion.com. <laughs> Just come to Floridzion.com, which I finally updated. Uh, thank what, you, you actually updated everything. it? Yes, I did. You've been I finally promising did. to update for years. <laughs> yes, well, I, I feel finally like did. Years. I updated it. wasn't actually it. years, probably months. I'll be but. at CES. You know what? Actually, <laughs> I won't see you guys for a little bit because I'll be at CES. So everybody You'll be contracting enjoy. all kinds of interesting diseases. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Touching all I, surfaces. I won't be here the first week. Uh, we'll see if I'm here the second week, too. Or no, I will be here the first week. We'll see if I'll be here the third week. your website week. says. It's up to date. It says, right now, I'm prepping for CES 2018. Wow. That's right. I'm prepping for CES. So if you'd like to make a meeting, send me an email. <laughs> um, pray for me and for anybody else out there who's listening I'd like to say the slogan one last time this 2017 that we haven't said in a while. Andy, would you like to would you like to round us out? I want to hear you say it. Thanks for listening this week. Hope you have a great week and hope you listen to us next week. Until then, stay in material. <laughs>